Hello, everyone, and welcome on into this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. I'm Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you. Wow. Thank you so much for tuning in. You had so much energy this week. Usually, it's because I had coffee. True. Usually I expect you to be like, I'm Sabria. <laughs> I was like, whoa. All right, let's fucking get it then. <laughs> if it's like that, if that's the energy. But um, how was your week? Um, My week has been very productive, actually. Yes. Really, really good. Well, um, it was my first day back to work um, at the week long vacation. That was it was so good. This vacation, I so fucking needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I went away, like I went to Boston for a few days, I really was resting and chilling there. Like I wasn't spending all my time like doing nonstop activities, which is how I like my vacation to be. Mm-hmm. Like I can't stand where you got vacation and every minute of the day you in the sun, you on your feet, you carrying a book bag, walking and hiking up a hill. It's like, you oh really my a, God. You really a habitual chiller. I love to rest and lay down and just, be, you know, have some time, unlimited time to do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame because I was in a museum. We were supposed to go to two. And I was like, okay, we can leave now. And my boyfriend was like, we got another museum to see. I'm like, I'm sleepy. I don't want to see. We ended up doing it, but my eyelids was heavy as shit by the end of it. <laughs> I don't know what's. I just need naps. Like you always. need. It's because you rebelled against naps when as you were a, younger. Yep, that's true. That's true. Now I'm like I was. Oh, I was a napping ass bitch. I just don't like all day activities. Like I just feel like you should take a break and then come back to it. Like being outside all day it's just like I'm not a fucking child like I, I need to be inside get some rest eat something no maybe you you that's, you said I'm not a child but then you proceeded to name things that children do like what get some rest eat that's lunch what, that's what old people do <laughs> old well, people again, old people kids they are really the same they both need supervision say whatever they want out their mouths <laughs> Oh, my God. So, all right. You know what? This week is so crazy. You know, it's like I hate when news weeks are slow, but then when news weeks are this jam-packed, I have anxiety because I'm like, I know we're going to get some shit wrong. This shit was so... Yesterday, I was going bonkers. I just kept on sending you all... You know what's crazy? (laughs) You were sending me so many, like, tweets (laughs) and celebrity stuff, and I'm like, I'm still on vacation. (laughs) I can't look at this right now. (laughs) I just couldn't keep it to myself. Well, I mean, I'm not... I can't keep it to myself because I had to share it with you, but it's just I know, I know. so much I was sending you. It was just overload. Oh, God, it's just... And then it was like tweet... When when people start having tweet beefs, I never can get... Keep up with it. Somebody said... I forgot. I don't know. I don't want to mispronounce his name. His name is... Is it Jaboki? <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'm you talking about. his name at all. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, though. You follow him, though. He's funny. <laughs> Jaboki White? <laughs> Jaboki White? <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I mispronounced your name. Oh, but God. he said that, um, he said, he said, Nikki Banan and Safari tweets was like a, um, a word essay. And I'm like, that's so true. Like, you go back and read this and you got to put together, like, what's yeah. the story? Like, and like, why didn't tag each other? That would have made it in one linear thread. It's like, because we know who the fuck y'all talking about. Like, it's shit is dumb. <laughs> I hate that. Like, oh, I got to be going back and forth. I be getting dizzy, vertigo and shit from going back and forth between different pages. But anyway. We're going to skip our fade for this week and just get right into the show. Uh, the first person we're going to toast for this week uh, is actually we got a new, like, prison bay in town. Yes, ladies. Okay, so um, 
Her name is Marshala Perkins. She's 19 years old. And recently, and unfortunately, she was rest, arrested in uh, some part of Dallas or Greenville, it says, for having two grams of wheat marijuana on her. Okay, so the officers smelt it, and they arrested her. And obviously, it's terrible that she got arrested. Mm -hmm. But everybody is making a huge deal about the fact that Honey's face was beat, and she looked gorgeous. She did, like, and, like, no flashback. Like, everything, <laughs> just like, man. I mean, I don't know how the they take pictures and bug shots, but, like, I'm pretty sure they try to make you look un unflattering as possible. But, like, eyebrows... Everything, her eyeshadow just looked, like, great. Like, her face looked great. Yeah, she said that um, she was really embarrassed about it all because it was something she didn't want people to know. But when she started reading the comments um, she was seeing online, people really started becoming interested in her. And she said somebody even approached her about a makeup line, which is like, girl, okay. get your fucking coin. Because these other prison bays that made careers mm -hmm. off of it. And also she brought light to a bigger issue that she's not here arrested for this little bit of fucking weed on her and... Right across town, or not really across town, across the country in California, there are people who are, like, making livings off of this. Like, I get it that you're White not supposed to have women. it on you illegally, but it's, like, two grams. Come on now. Like, I got cookies bigger than that. <laughs> That's just, it's just some dumb shit. And it's, like, weed really still illegal. Like, people really still getting arrested for weed out here. That, it does Come wonders on. for so many people. It, like, it's better know, than it's alcohol. Just, yeah, and I'd rather do that than, like, take my fucking antidepressants. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, um, hold on. Tiggy, get off this damn court. He making the mic go in and out. Talking to Get up. Go. Get the hell up. Step off, pussy. Oh, that's fucking cat. But anyway, he if he move again, we, he got to go. But um, <laughs> good for her. Good for her. Okay, so um, Blue Ivy directed her first uh, film. What that we know of. That we know. Her first film released to the public, should I say. Um, She's got she, probably she also got repertoire. Kinda, she actually starred in this film, too, because she said, all right, guys, I'm zooming in. Is that what she said, Sabria? Sorry, Eric. What? First of all, this is very fucking creepy because Eric is not in the room and he just texted me because I had my feet on the mic stand and he Ooh. just said, you have to stop touching the mic stand with your feet. The mic is very sensitive to vibrations. Where the fuck are you? He's really creepy. He is not He's in the room. He's not in the room right now and my feet are on the ground. Since you hear so much, maybe he can get this fucking cat from off these uh, mic cords. With his mind. Yeah, since he can he can clock us, he need to clock his cat. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but he texts me specifically, not the group chat. <laughs> yeah, not me, because I really had my feet on the mic stand. But okay, and he knew it was you. <laughs> All right, but um, Sabrina, what the blue Ivy say? She said, she said, "All right, guys, I'm zooming in now." Yeah. <laughs> She said, places, bitches. I'm zooming in. I'm Basically. starting the recording. Don't, don't you know? She said, gonna zoom in, guys. Okay. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, just a little recognition for Blue Ivy because what's the show without Blue Ivy? Any mention of Blue Ivy? Because if y'all didn't Beyonce. know, we're big, her biggest fans. Honestly, if it wasn't for her, there would not be a Beyonce. And I know you're thinking, how is that possible? Mind your business. Yeah, and at, at this point, if you really. You don't thought, think critically. You don't think critically, and it just goes to show that you don't understand who and more importantly, what Blue Ivy is. So, 
It ain't it's, either. It's no use to it's, even. It's just either that went over your head or it didn't. It's either no use to engage Exactly. It's no use if a either. person doesn't understand that Blue Ivy is like a... She built Beyonce. Um, what's the word? Is it entity that I'm looking for? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's it. She's an entity. She's. What's the difference between entity and deity? A deity is like a god. She's a deity. <laughs> 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 that's what Blue Ivy is. <laughs> Correction, she is a deity, all right? <laughs> oh, God. All right, so another cool thing happened recently. Insecure. Yes. Yep. Insecure finally came back on, y'all. Yes, we get to argue every Sunday. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that shit. Battle of the sexes. Because <laughs> niggas really be in their feelings but about you know it. What? They be like, Kiki, do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> they be getting out that card. <laughs> but you know what? This week, for the opening episode of Insecure, we all agreed that Issa was a hot fucking mess. That shit had me Seething. I'm tired of this now. I'm ready for Easter to glow up, and I know that this shitty ass beginning is like uh, positioning her for a bomb. Because she did say, because she she said, "City girls, I um, where the bag at is the tone for the season." So that gave me some insight. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. That's really good to hear. But I just like I feel like that it had to start off this shitty. So if it start start off this sh- shitty, there's nowhere else to go but up from mm-hmm. here. But right now she's living with Daniel. Um, for why the uh mm-hmm. fucking show starts off with Daniel all up in some girl guts. I thought it was Issa. Yeah, but who do I see busting those black cheeks? <laughs> <laughs> wow, he was dig. He was up in there. I, I know. I felt that shit in my chest. Exactly. His che- I'm like, all right, how is this shit fake? Because he was like squeezing his ass cheeks and but like you know legs wild. I need to fucking stretch because he's good at sex. And because those maneuvers. I can tell. Those, first of all, he dark skin. I've, I've That's had black one. cheeks like that. When you dark skin muscular with white teeth, it's like. <laughs> It's in your um, DNA. DNA. Yeah. Because so I'm about to say, I've been twisted in a pretzel by <laughs> the, the blackest nigga I know. Yeah, no, you really a cheek blaster when you like. <laughs> When you dark skin with white teeth like that and your shoulders. And not to square. like. Definitely not trying to hypersexualize dark skin men. Oh, shit, I am. That's my, that's my type. <laughs> I can say it because I'm that's, black. I'm about to say, that is definitely my type. Listen, um, okay? I'm going to be sexually attracted automatically. Always, always. And it don't have to. You ain't got to be doing shit. Like, I be seeing dark-skinned niggas in Whole Foods, like, picking up <laughs> grapefruits. I'm like, yeah, real slow. Put it in, <laughs> put it in that basket. <laughs> Get the organic kind, nigga. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm 100% sexualizing there. <laughs> Just let that be clear. He irks me, though. He irks me because, I, what the fuck, him and Issa with this shit, like, okay, so that was disrespectful as hell to be fucking bitches in front of Issa. And she um, was loud as fuck. Yeah, like, sis, come on, I know you saw me on the couch. Yeah. But you know what? It might have been warranted, that scream, the way he was doing his thing. True. True. So I'm not completely mad at her. But, yeah, so it just was really rude that he did that in front of Issa. And I just would not. I would have left after that. Like, I'm so sensitive. I would have slept Even in my we, car. First of all, I am known for getting mad at niggas I am not in a relationship with. Like, I, that True. is something that, that is... I can honestly say is <laughs> me. Like, I do shit secretly. But if you do something in front of my face, it will drive me insane. Like, and that's something that only my friends really know the full <laughs> extent of shit that I do when yes. I get mad at I'd be like, Iman, what the fuck? Yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> One time. Like, you really was getting your cheeks boxed hours before. So what, though? <laughs> not in front of them. I 
what? I would never do nothing. Bad as well. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm the type of girl who who be with my friends with benefits, but checking your Instagram, like who you with? <laughs> because don't be don't put it on Instagram if you don't want me to question you. What you doing? Like, oh my god, remember that time I had to stake out on somebody? You didn't have to. I was enti- I had to. It was my moral obligation to stake out because I needed to know who he was there with. Back to Issa. So she told him this. It's like they're so confused about what they want to do, but why live with your ex if why live with your ex if you don't want to be with him and you are not comfortable with him being with anyone else? Like, I don't know what Issa wants. Hello? And you got a whole fucking best friend. A best friend that makes good-ass money. And she was on vacation. So you could have been in there dancing, like, watching your little shows, like... Getting your cheeks clapped. Because I know Molly wouldn't probably fucking care. No, Molly wouldn't care, even though they claimed that they was beefing because of, like, you know, some base. But, you know, while we talk about Molly real quick, like, her and Joe should have been the fuck over. They should have been Like, what... First of all, Molly, what do you like about this situation? Situation, okay? Not the situation, but... Do you like the sex? But, all right, <laughs> yeah. she had enough sex to know that you can get that shit anywhere. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to... Especially if you're never going to have a relationship with somebody. This nigga is married. So, mm-hmm. what do you like about the situation? I think she liked him, and she hoping that, like, something else could yeah. come from this, but you know it never will. Mm-hmm. So, she needs... She keeps trying to set boundaries instead of ending it all the fucking together. Like, she needs to end this relationship. It's not going anywhere. And Joel did not respect any of the boundaries she set. Like, he came into her apartment without, her, without you know, her permission. And then got a fucking attitude when she asked for keys back. And got an attitude when she mentioned, like, you and Candace can fucking go fuck anybody y'all want and have no rule. Hey, don't mention me and my wife. That would have got you punched in the face. I'm be honest with you. Like I would have said that nigga on fire. Do not say, Tomo, don't keep me. Because then you started making me feel like a freak that's minding you and your wife business. But you and my coochie. Yeah, so if you're my coochie. Might as well be in it too. Yeah, and like I don't understand why Molly brought up Candace because like you do not have a relationship with her, but I think that was her insecurity about Candace sneaking in. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, there's like a fine little Southern thing that got. Yes, I cannot wait till he come back. He gotta come back. He, he gotta left, come back. He left a fifty dollar tip. Oh, he got money. That's my. <laughs> Because I be bitching when I leave with like a $3 tip. I like, I'm like oh, fuck. Like, he did give me a Jolly Rancher, so I guess I'll, <laughs> I guess I give him $3. He do got a charger back here. Yeah. But um, I just feel like what's going to happen, or I'm just wondering, like, what's going to happen for them two to meet up again? I was listening to Insecurity, hosted by Crystal and Hey Friend Hey. They, like, host a weekly, like, recap about Insecurity. This week, they actually had Issa Wright and Molly on, or Yvonne, um, Orgy on the show. Is that Orgy or Orgy? That's a name. You do not want to call someone's last name Orgy if that's not it. Or Jaboki, if that's not the name. <laughs> Let's call her Yvonne, a.k.a. Molly. Yeah. Um, but they were on the show, but... Uh, Fran was saying, how much you want to bet Issa going to be driving around this nigga neighborhood? And I could picture her doing some goofy shit like that. That, that kind of triggered me because I remember I had, I got a lift from this <laughs> fine ass motherfucker. <laughs> and I was like, we was like really busting it up. And I'm like, he cute. He got a car. And like, I went to, and I was asking people, I'm like, oh my gosh, when you give like somebody a rating on Lyft, like, do they see it? And they was like, no, because I was going to leave my number. Cause I said he was cute. And, um, I said he was a friendly driver and he was cute in my comments. Mm-hmm. But, um, I was going to leave my number in a, in a thing. But somebody told me that Lyft drivers don't see, mm-hmm. Um, but he's in my history, and 
I'm going to shout you out every time we have a show. Yeah. <laughs> I remember uh, you, like, mentioned him on a show before. If it's real, yeah, Tiggy, move. Because I know you. He forgot him, about like, me, though. Because I forgot about him until I seen the show. <laughs> it just sparked something new. Damn, I always want Lyft. Lyft drivers really Wait. don't be focusing when, I, uh, when I'm in the car. I'll be feeling ugly as hell. But Damn, um, I take too many lifts. I'm looking at my history. I'm like, bitch, yeah, you don't, I don't got know money why. like that. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <can> walk home. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Well, oh, I'm too crazy. So I'm excited for Insecure. I can't wait to argue me, on Sunday. <laughs> me too, because I just, I cannot wait to, like, see the, like, the gay. I can't wait to get my wig twisted. Like, I can't wait to just be, like, oh. Wow, that's, the show does that to you. <laughs> I cannot. This is so crazy. I can't even find this nigga in my lift history. Like, when the fuck did I start taking so many lifts? Yeah, and I really think that Daniel and Issa are going to end up together for, for some reason. But what about Vanessa? Vanessa. Vanessa, dumb ass. First of all, uh, <laughs> Issa. I mean, uh, sorry, Dan- sorry, Daniel was trying to hit. Daniel was trying to hit. <laughs> Live right in the back. <laughs> Wait, Eric, I can't hear myself. Is my mic on? It's not your mother. Oh, it's my headphones. Okay, my dumb ass. Whatever. Stop trying to kitty like a bitch, Jake. Oh, yes. Chris, that's the name. That's the name of the Lyft driver. <laughs> okay, well, moving on. Let's talk. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. Uh, moving on. Let's talk about salt, man. This Don't shit, play with salt. This is the shit I hate Sword to play with the government. Let me tell y'all. So y'all may have heard us talk about Saudi in the past. We have toasted forces. We yes. have uh, talked about women. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why am I laughing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terrible threat. She said, where the bag at? Nigga, where the bag at? She sure the fuck did. Um, we also <laughs> talked about her. Um, she was like known as the woman who bought Dubai to Philly for her um, her husband for her son's prom. <laughs> and he had all them dates and multiple cars and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It was a big hoopah. She spent over 20K for this prom. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just, you know, she's known in the city for like dealing with the celebrities, bringing Wakanda. She has sponsoring prom. Bringing number. She has little Uzi's number. Um, bringing Chris, I love Christmas to bringing Christmas to, <laughs> to North Philly. You're right over there. I'm good. She say, I love you, little Uzi boy. I and then when the floor start cracking open and hell start bubbling over, and I'm you. gonna be like, I hate you so much. Okay, so Saul was recently, recently, recently charged with two counts of social security fraud. It's not funny. Why are okay. So she is accused of claiming she was disabled and unable to work and applying for benefits from Social Security. These benefits were approved, but uh, she continued to work and operated her own restaurant as the owner of Country Cooking, a soul food takeout spot that had long lines as soon as it opened the door. Um, According to Beth Leahy, the, the deputy chief of healthcare and government fraud for the U.S. Attorney's Office, um, and the Eastern District of Pennsylvania got her title on. She says, you <laughs> she can't take money. What's not, you can't take what's not yours. <laughs> she, oh my God, if you saw her in the news, I'm like, damn, bitch, you act like she ran in your pocket. Yeah, you, you know what? Because, like, all right, I know that it was wrong to claim uh, that you are disabled and you can't work and to be making bank, you know? That is like, all right. That is. You can't deny that that is the wrong thing because you are taking benefits from people mm-hmm. who may not be able to get them. Like, there are people who make less money than Saudi just working on the five mm-hmm. who probably could benefit from the benefits and mm-hmm. are not getting them so 
that's the textbook definition of wrong. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then her lawyer, who I forget his name, this nigga do not, I would not trust him to be my lawyer, but my I My mom said he good. Well, somebody else told me, friend of the show, Diggy, that he was a joke. <laughs> I believe Diggy. But so, but he has had high profile cases. Mm-hmm. And he said, for someone who gives so much to have these types of allegations is extremely troubling. Accusations, um, he said, accusations aside, she is a known community, mm-hmm. she's known to the community as a good and caring person. Um, so they are, he's saying that this is an accusation. So um, is it an accusation? Did you take the money or not? They've been building in this case. Yeah. Like, um, also, the thing that happened was she's lover, but she's too fucking Joe. She's too loud. And she needs to calm down, and she always do, twerking on camera. Okay, we do know that she is a cancer survivor. She, she a cancer survivor? No, I thought it was cancer. She, she, she had a stroke. Stroke survivor. Yeah, I, I was she, like, God damn. She, I thought she had cancer. She, um, she had a stroke. She had a stroke. She had two strokes. She and she strokes. also was kidnapped before. She was kidnapped yeah. and held like captive. So she, she had a wild ass life. Yeah. So I don't know. I know she was like admitted into the hospital like recently for something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. But I do know she has health had health problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, to like. Yeah, she too Joe. Like she too Joe. And the, even when she helps, sometimes like she has to have her names on. on yeah, name and she on gotta have a camera there and stuff like that. And like how, um, so the funeral that happened, at least yeah. she didn't want to have anything to do with it because she wanted to be the only one that did the yes. cooking. So on and the I thought block that was that, fucking corny. So on the block where her business uh, is located, a woman like a known, really popular hairdresser had passed away, and she said she was going to cater to cooking, but. Um, she wanted to be the only type of food there and the woman's daughter was like well my mom like all different types of food and she was on some stuff where like I well then I won't do it and it's like well whoa and whoa, that was whoa. supposed to be your close friend like, everything should not be business like something should not be business or it shouldn't be just about you like cause she just liked the attention the this that and the third blah blah yeah, I'm I get like, it I get you business that. minded I get you business minded and I want you to win so bad but it's like you gotta be smart and I just feel like again and get if you, off fucking Instagram if you need a publicist I will fucking gladly do that shit if you pay my ass right the right way. Because I also heard some rumors about how she paid people sometimes and ain't always up to par. But I'm like, you make the money. I don't under- I know a lot of people doing social security for. I know a lot of people that, you know, getting this, getting that, working under the table. But guess what? They're not truly cheating the government because the only thing they're doing is making $200 a week extra. Yeah. You making enough money to send you, get camels and shit sent to North Philly, <laughs> you do not need to be collecting no money. So I would, I'm really interested to hear her side of the story. Side note, I saw the diggy roll under her Instagram, so I heard you be making that macaroni and cheese with government cheese. I fucking lost it. I was about to send it to you. I said, what is wrong with you? He goes to be a vegetable sub. Please don't hurt me. I was like, you're crazy. And she's packaging up some gravy right now. She like, like, y'all, they don't want salt to the win. They don't want salt to win. I'm like, first of all, as a stroke survivor, I hope the sodium um in that gravy ain't off the charts because like a lot of that food that she has, I'm like, that don't do the community no good no shade but at the end of the day i know she helping the way she know how yeah love saw it she say the allegations but um i don't see how the allegations when (laughs) the money is uh you know you took the money yeah the good news is it's only 37k which is not a lot of money i know that sounds like a lot but it's not and they're saying that she could face up to 140 years but that's the absolute maximum and if martha stewart ain't um 
yeah. had to serve that much. And she was doing wicked shit. Yeah, she, I think. And that, that bitch went to court with a Birkin bag. You, um, you gotta be on a list to get that. They don't even sell that shit. Like, you can hand it to you. And guess what? I still love Martha Stewart, just like I still love Saul. So, Queen. Uh, it's, it's just like sometimes people are scammers. <laughs> And you just either love that or you don't. And I feel Tick. like, okay, whatever. She got a big mouth. She got smart with Kevin Hart wife. And she just sometimes, you know, she's still from the hood. She's still from the hood. She do more good than she do harm. Yeah. Except for the, to the government. They disagree with me completely. But yeah, good luck to but her. But somebody saying that it was black people still from the government is reparations. Hilarious. That is hilarious. But you know what? It's not going to hold up in the court of law. <laughs> it's not going to hold up, but kind of facts. It's but still it's not going to hold up. <laughs> You're not wrong. Not debating it. <laughs> it is definitely payback. So apparently Tiana Taylor was on tour with Jeremiah. Didn't know. I thought it was just her I tour. S- <laughs> I really don't believe that. I really don't believe she was on tour with Jeremiah. What's, Why? What content does what he have? What was the reason? <laughs> what was the reason? What? Why are you on tour with fucking Jeremiah? What was the last thing he, um, the last song I heard from Jeremiah when he was like, if we find out we can be. I didn't even hear. I, the last song I heard was, if it wasn't for something for the hood, I would have made it. Or something like that. The fuck oh, now, oh, 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 I, I, did, I, I forgot to be your lover. <laughs> you know that song. That's something. Real. Get it that's, the real. that's the wrong guy. That's that, the wrong who guy. Who is it? <laughs> I got this nigga name. Put that woman first. No. What the fuck? Who sings that song? Jeremiah. That's not Jeremiah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That ain't Jeremiah. This nigga name start with a J though. What's his name? Good. His name is Jaheim, bitch. <laughs> You really racist. You always getting black R&B singers mixed up. All you niggers no, you look alike. all black men mixed you up. You niggers look alike. That's <laughs> not my fault. That's Jaheim, and he probably got about 20 years age difference. Wait, the whole time we you were You don't know who this. Jeremiah is. I'ma put you to bed. No, that's Jay Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean this whole time I'm thinking it is three men. It's just one nigga. All these niggas is different age groups. Yo! Oh my god, all of you fucking coons look alike. (laughs) Fucking crime. Oh my god. (sighs) Yo, you really gotta put that woman first, Sabrina. Look up in this video, Wes, and tell me what year you think this is. Oh my god. This video gotta be at least 2003. No, it's 2002. Put That Woman First was released in 2002. Jeremiah is probably around early. I literally early. cannot fucking breathe. <laughs> I can't believe you think to thought Tiana the Taylor. The whole time. Sabrina, that is so sad. <laughs> so you don't remember the song Just In Case by him? Just in case. I, I don't make, make it, it home tonight. tonight. That's Jeremiah? Let me fuck it for... No! That's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck, it's Jaheem! That song was in like 2000. Oh, yeah! Oh, my God. Girl, it's really making me to you. So, do you know who Jeremiah is? Um, I'm looking at him.
Do you know who he is? I'm looking at him. What the fuck? I mean, no. Start saying it. <laughs> He's saying birthday sex. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Continue. Oh my god. Jesus Christ. And he sang another song that you really like. Hold on. I just, I got to fucking get this all together. It's your birthday and I know you are to ride. Yeah, why the fuck she on a tour with him? That's what I'm saying. This nigga is not like popping like that. That's the bottom line. I like it. Feature Ludacris. How this song goes? This song he sang. Oh, with, with Dreek Body? Oh, I love this song. That's why I said we was fucking rocking out to this song. Yeah. I, anyway. And he got that song Body with with Dreezy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, he known for being on niggas hooks. I can't. He he on a hook of one some more by Nicki Minaj too. That's I cannot Him Sway Lee and Ty Dallasons just is on and Kalani is on everybody features. Believe the middle aged white woman jumped out. You know, out. I'm just happy it ain't me this time <laughs> because it's always me and I'm happy it's just you, Mrs. Hipster, that you actually <laughs> You know, got it wrong. Anyway, Tiana Taylor <laughs> is not happy with him right now. She says, I've been extremely mistreated on this tour. So on that note, I will no longer continue to stay on the later that night tour. Because if I do, I'm going to end up knocking this nigga out. I'm sorry to all who have already purchased tickets That's to see me. funnier now. I know what it is. <laughs> I will make sure everyone gets refunded. Then she said, Jeremiah, lazy, sneaky, jealous, conniving, selfish, lame-ass nigga. Don't ever try to play me, Petunia. They come to see me, then 80% of the room leaves after my set. I work my ass off every city, every night. You've done nothing this whole tour, but act like a diva in your princess chair. Goddamn. So I don't, this is the kind of tea I like. Like, tea that you just had no clue was brewing up. Like, I'm over tea like, hmm, does Beyonce like Kim Kardashian? <laughs> okay, does Nicki, like Nicki Minaj and Cardi? I like when they like, and you know who face. Buster Rhymes beefing with? I'm like, who? <laughs> you know who Missy Elliott hates? I'm like, mm. Like, I love that type of thing. This is so, that is so, like, the whole time I thought she was about to fight, put that woman first. I'm like, I'm I like, why would she fight this old ass man? Like, he really, I mean, he's not that old. He probably in his 40s or something, but <laughs> he a grown ass man. Like, he the type of man, like, old here to be like, I don't fight with women. Like, he that on that Yeah, shit. that's why I was like, huh? Put that woman first, ass nigga. But anyway, uh, Jeremiah uh, uploaded a video and said KTSE, meaning keep that same energy. I guess talking about Tiana Taylor's, like, trying to play off Tiana Taylor's album name. Mm-hmm. She said, and you know you don't want no smoke, nigga. Then she put an asterisk, meaning princess. She called them princess. And her husband, Iman Fine Ass, uh, said... <laughs> I'll this, let him whoop my ass. Please, I'll pay him, too. He, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But... Uh, he said, if this is a threat, you send it my way. Like a man does. Like, first of all, keep that same energy. Like, the fuck? Why would you say that? Anyway, I did not know Tiana Taylor was on tour with Jeremiah. Did she not, and not I believe that, if not, she was probably being generous by saying 80% of the room leave, if not 100. I know, because no... It probably be his auntie... And some drunk people. I would stay for Jeremiah because I just like his features and shit. I like- would left as soon as I realized he wasn't the nigga that sung Put That Woman first. <laughs> like, Damn, wrong show. <laughs> you be sitting there with your Jaheim fan shirt on, you be like, <laughs> you be like, oh my God, I wanted him to sign my just in case folder. You know, you know, like that big thumb thing that, that phone thumb, it say just in case. Or, have your hair done like him, it'd be locks, but it'd be like twisted up into like a bun somehow. <laughs> Yo, 
I'm like, damn. You, I, I don't know why I picture you in a fur jacket, too. Because he That's how he, he used wore. to dress. <laughs> we like white Tim's. No, cream Tim's. Oh, oh, my God. Cream Tim's actually makes my my uterus tie into a knot. Like, that. Oh Niggas that wear cream Tim's, they're like, you got to cook for me, baby. Yeah, but I'm sorry. I'm a man. I'm a man, honey. And a man wants what a man but wants. But they only wear cream Tim's once. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, they're so expensive. You're like, fuck it, I'll clean for this nigga. But, um, yeah, so it, it just was, it's just, oh my God. And that happened out of nowhere. Like, she just tweeted. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, but I don't understand why she's not on her own tour. Yeah, she like, could stay. Well, because her song's not long enough. <laughs> That's funny, but it would be bomb if, like, her and, like, a Kalani or something like that. But like, Kalani fucking resting. She just came with her longest story. I know, across seas and everywhere yeah. else. She needs to focus on being vegan again anyway, Kalani. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, good luck to Tiana Taylor. She also volunteered for all the cities who were not getting refunded to do a free concert. Because Ticketmaster be on some bullshit. Also, Tiana Taylor also gave told us that she we would have a deluxe album, and we didn't get that. So <laughs> I wouldn't hold my breath if I was y'all. Shit, I put a free show on y'all. Yeah. I, y'all want to see fat-ass Tiana Taylor? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, Nicki Minaj. I'm like, three-way. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> By ice coffee, did you mean crack? Good job. What? She laughing away from the mic. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think you meant crack, but instead of ice coffee. Uh <laughs> Nicki Minaj um dropped her album Miss King Kong. Miss King Kong. That's what it should have been named because this era is this very wild ass era. <laughs> um she she dropped did she drop this like early because it was supposed to be on the fifteenth, right? It was no. It was supposed to be on June. <laughs> yeah, originally June. So it was late, but early. She so she originally she pushed the album to later. Then we thought it was gonna be even later. Then she did a surprise drop. Yeah. Okay. She did this drop while I was in Boston. But um, the first song I heard was uh, Barbie Dreams, which was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. That song yeah. was bomb, instant legendary. But I'm be honest with you, LLC pops, Miami pops. LLC. But I, I don't nothing. I like Ganja Murn because I just like. It's nothing about me. I like sometimes when Nikki is just like dumb and just been like. Nah, 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 nah. I fucking hate that because I can't tell the difference when anytime uh, Nikki Minaj does a song where she's kind of singing, and I know she's gonna be laying on the beach like in the video or laying down with, like with um a fucking wet ass lace front on. I'm just like, okay, I can't. That's so true. She loves somebody, wet lace. Somebody, somebody. <laughs> I think it reminds me. Let me tell you this I like before. It because... Let me tell you this how it happened before. I'm like, what the fuck is this song I about? I think I like it because like, it reminds me when I was a kid and I used to just be in a mirror and I, my mom be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> my mom be like, will you shut up that screeching? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, see, if you would have just let me sing, I could have been a multi-millionaire. <laughs> no, I really, I do not like when the human eye sings. And there's a lot of that. When it's like, I don't like a certain thing. Like, I don't like, what is it? Come, oh, like, come with me. Like, I don't like what she like. Like, I like what she like. Like, in Ganja Burn. I don't like what she's straining. I don't, like I don't need singing from her because she can't. So, I'm like, super bass even was a joke to me. Like, I love yeah. that song, but when she got to the, like, uh, bridge, and she's like, dum, 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 dum. Yeah, I, I don't like when she did and that. Because I know she's taking it seriously. 
Yeah. First of all, you're saying doom, da dum 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 da dum dum Like, <laughs> and like even in Cardi B when she's like, "Be careful with me." I know she knew she could. That shit sing. made like, me want to shoot my fucking I channel. I fucking hated it too. When I first heard it, I was instantly suicidal. I just be, be real careful with that singing shit. That's all I have to say. When you can't sing, you know what you'll never have to worry about. What this bitch is never fucking singing. The day that I fucking sing on the track is the day that I've officially lost it. But it's a way you can kind of sing on a trap. On a trap. On a trap. Yeah, like not, like Lil Uzi does. Or like Megan Thee Stallion. Um, she was like, um, some I'm in my yet. Yes, yes, exactly. Like, okay, I, I probably would do that. I probably because you're really that. just talking in like a melodic yeah. tone or whatever the word is. So yeah, yeah. But anyway, the album dropped. Is breaking records. It's Nicki Minaj. I'm mm-hmm. not shocked. She's been doing a lot of press, and you know, a lot of people say she need to be in the sunken place. She's lost her cookies. I don't think she need to be in the she sunken place. She don't need to be in the sunken She's just doing what the fuck she been doing. <laughs> um, I said this earlier. I do not believe she should have named this album Queen. I think she should have named it Mess. And I'm not trying to be smart with saying she should have named this album Mess or Messy, but like. I think she was fed up this era. Mm-hmm. I think she wanted to address a lot of shit. I mm-hmm. think she felt threatened because not just Cardi B, but mm-hmm. all these other women rappers. I think that she hasn't, her albums, I mean, her singles haven't been performing mm-hmm. the way her other stuff was, partly because it has not been quality shit and partly mm-hmm. because, like, even, like, Remy Ma, like, other people have just been surfacing and she's not the only one anymore. Yeah, because it was a time where she was, like, the only one. She was the only one and she loved that shit okay yeah. you're not gonna tell me any differently and even now like she besides fucking foxy brown she has not she don't work with no other girls and like fine but that's just that's just how she is she love to work with these niggas though stay yeah. working with these niggas constantly mm-hmm. um but yeah she should have just been like i'm gonna be a mess because i am unapologetic like i don't give a fuck yeah like i'm gonna be a mess like, this definitely. year I don't, I don't care if i'm 35 years this old this album really called queen that shit spinning me the opposite of queen like she just it's like when you start something, you should have like a branding, mm-hmm. some type of consistency. And there was no branding for this from front yeah. to like nothing made sense from the album art <laughs> to it, Chumley and uh, the other shit, Barbie Tangs. Like, none, no, it was no cohesion with this at all. Yeah. And like for her to be talking on Vogue about how this is about keeping your legs closed, where? This album did not address that shit at all. Then, in, like, another interview recently, she was talking about how girls need to rap smart, you know? I just feel like if you're going to be a rapper, you should worry <laughs> about your flow. You should worry about rapping smart and, like, intelligent. And I'm like, why are you talking about being intelligent all of a sudden? Like, like you said, you the, you the one who said, is this King Kong? Mrs. King Kong. And, like, I love that lyric. And but, I love the bad guy, Jung, Chung Lee, even though Chung Lee was not a bad guy. Like, but it's just not, like, you know? Or when she said, like, I was a geisha, he was a samurai. <laughs> so, like, I understood so, when he spoke Thai. Like, both geishas and samurais are Japanese. And so if he did speak Thai, <laughs> you should be shocked. Um, but anyway, it's like, you know, but it's okay because it's fun. It's rap. Like, why all of a sudden are you talking about intelligence and you don't get that? Like, you're not on no, like, poetic shit in your songs. So we don't come to Nicki Minaj expecting that. And I do get, like, flow and wordplay. But mm-hmm. that is literally what being a rapper is. And... Most people have that. And you cannot talk about rapper smart when you did a fucking song with 6ix9ine. He said, Fifi on that. First of all, the song is named Fifi. He said, on that spicky, uh, whatever the yes, fuck. Yes, spicky in the dicky, uh, no. Shicky, huh? 
Yeah. Even though that shit kind of pop, like, it's just corny. But uh, I am, I just want Nicki Minaj to do better. I'm, I'm just not even paying this era no attention. Like, good for you, sis. But her and... He said pussy got that wet wet, got that drip drip, got that super <laughs> soaker, hit that she a fifi. Her name Kiki. She eat a dick like it's free free. Rap smart. Intelligent. Smart. Intelligence. So smart. But, um... Yeah, anyway. Dick is free, though. What? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> it really is. Dick is always free. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she recently sat down, and she was talking about how Safari is super-duper vindictive. He sat down, and he lied for all these years trying to insinuate that he wrote her raps when he really didn't, just to eventually come out and say he didn't, and she wrote her shit from the beginning. And, like, honestly, I do understand her being pissed at that because I'm somebody who did believe that Safari helped her write her raps. Why? Because she fell off, and because when he be rapping, he sound just the fuck like and, her, okay? And it sound, but it sound whack because you expect the nigga to be, like, hard. But, like, if Nikki said all the stuff that he said, it was... It would, be, it would sound hot. Because, uh, cause like, 50% of rap is delivery. And also because, like, uh, she hasn't been transparent all the time about, like, things in her life. Like, she wasn't, she never truly addressed, like, you know, getting surgery and stuff like that. Which I'm still, like, I don't know if she has to. But I think I would if I were, like, her. Just because people think that, you know, that shit comes overnight. It really don't. Like, why not just be real about the fact that you got surgery? I think she's <laughs> made reference to it recently, but... Like, at the beginning, she was not. She was making it like that shit was natural. Because I was, when I was a stan, when I was, like, a barb, I used to get in fights Me with people. too. Oh, yeah, my God. all the time. I'm so like, third body is real. God damn it. Like, she's from the islands. People from islands have yep. curves every day, B. <laughs> and then, on top of that, she, uh like, was, like, pretended to be bi at the beginning. So, there are that a lot shit, of things that I, I put. That shit hurt it. There's a lot of things that I'm like, okay, well, the transparency was off there, so why would it not be off here? But So I understand why she was pissed about Safari, but, like, at the end of the day, who takes this nigga that serious? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who takes a VH1 nigga that serious? Um, <clears throat> and he says <coughs> on Twitter, unless I really care, still I could not let the, um, let the mention of someone's name get me that riled up. That looks like someone who either still cares or just hold on to a lot of hate towards someone. How many times have I said I never wrote your raps? Nobody even talks about that anymore. Hmm. He he goes, remember the night you cut me and I almost died? The police and the ambulance had to take me out the crib on a stretcher, and I had to lie and tell them I was trying to kill myself so they wouldn't take um you to jail. When things like that start happening more than once, it's time to dip. Um. Yeah, so that got dark yeah, real quick. That shit. Uh, he, this their relationship was fucking toxic as hell. Mm-hmm. Terrible, terrible. Both of them was fucking monsters. Uh huh. And she said, "You stole my car and told me you thought it was an account with free money that I didn't know about." On God, God will strike you down and more for lying. Ha! Stop saying you unpacked and left. On Jesus, you came to my house crying, begging to um go with me to York to the EMAs. I had I said no, dummy. And she said something like, "You already." In, he said, "Safari so said like you already in a new relationship and blah blah blah." But the biggest thing is that Nicki Minaj are talking about the hairline she paid for him the hairline implant and the hair start falling back out like i guess hair ain't fall out it must be because you doing some dumb shit and god don't like ugly mm-hmm. that was her point which i'm like yeah, i wouldn't talk about people's insecurities <laughs> and body transitions if i were like you. somebody said on twitter the only thing ruling you is your skeleton it, and that's in question but also i want to talk about headlines after the bet awards because that lace front was 
I couldn't tell where it began and where it ended. So I wouldn't. I would just refrain. No head on talk. Obsessed when she wear bad lace fronts. I don't know why. It's, it really because it makes her whole <laughs> head look short. I'm so I hate so that. So obsessed. With and like it. that Chun Li. I'm so no the the that one Chun-Li? in Barb no the one in Barbie Tanks. That's, that's the one. About. Yeah, Barbie Tanks. I'm obsessed with that shit. That wig is a beanie. And you're not gonna tell me that's that. not. A, <laughs> you're not gonna tell me that's not like a cab. I'm fucking obsessed with, with it. That shit is terrible. I'm obsessed with it. She hiding her snacks under that wig like that's terrible I love so that. I'm just like knowing like if I had surgery and I've had like bad lace fronts like Beyonce can talk about anybody here long she want because what lace Rihanna what fucking lace mm-hmm. but Nicki Minaj you got too much money and too many connects what's going on like what's happening here cause I follow like a lot of people who are into wigs and they were picking that shit apart like who yeah. did this who who did this? Who was overwhelmed during award season and let her walk out with this fucking scaly ass <laughs> wig on? It was me. <laughs> but um, yeah. So Nicki Minaj. Yeah, that shit. And well, love her, but she been a mess. <laughs> like, and if, if you were a fan, if you're a fan of Nicki Minaj, I've been talking to a lot of fans of Nicki Minaj. Was like, and she not doing it. I'm like, you are fucking cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. <laughs> if you think that this is a okay way for somebody who's She's already ahead of all the people that she's allowing to dictate the way she behaves. Fucking Mariah Lynn? Like, I would never give her the energy like that bitch. First of all, she did a fucking Fifi remix and yeah. then tried to come for Nicki Minaj. Exactly. I'm like... But who cares? Why jokes. are you... And also, like, where was this energy with Remy Ma? Like, I just want to know. Like, you have so much fucking to say. You use your power to bully people on Twitter because she went to a girl, like, you know, went to a girl's DM, told somebody to beat beat a nigga like he <laughs> owes something, but you could not respond to Remy Ma. Why? Why? Like, that's my big question. Like, you like to bully people on Twitter, but a bitch made a fucking 12-minute long diss track and you, nothing. You have silence. You have nothing to say. And that, to me, is weird. Get the strap. That's strange behavior. That is strange. And I just, this, she's going to be doing Queen Radio. Oh, that's another thing. Fuck it. Me and Peter was listening to Queen Radio. That shit was supposed to start at 10. It didn't start. We was waiting 1030. Then it come on. Then she was like, I'm not late. Um, What happened was, and I'm like, you was late, Nikki. You was late. I just love my fans so much. I'm not late. You um, was late. And then when it was on, that shit sounded like, in my my mind like when I'm manic it was so <laughs> many voices so many like it was just and all the voices was her that's the great right. oh gosh we're supposed to be on queen video radio tomorrow and am I going to listen absolutely <laughs> I can't I'm not going to that's listen what I I'm not going to listen to Nikki I can't listen to Nikki Minaj talk these days I just root for her from the sidelines and that's just how it is like I support all her shit she gets my listens and that's just how our relationship's gonna have to be because she does not make sense when she talks. So yeah, I'm not gonna sit like, up here I and don't listen, understand. me as an educated woman, I'm not gonna sit up here and, and pretend and like what you're saying fucking makes sense. Yeah, like when saying bits and pieces does, but all together it's not cohesive. Yeah, like saying like people is like trying to ruin her career. I don't agree with that. Cause no. like I had stated, um, she's worked with a known pedophile, um, six nine, and she's still like Yep. And Nobody's the, saying that. All the rap niggas love her. They treat her like a princess. All the men in the game do. So, yeah. That's that. 
That's that on that. Um, breakups and break-ins, real quick. So Queen Naja, y'all love her for whatever reason, and I do she not understand why. She fucking look like a Bob's Burger character in drag. She like, like if RuPaul's Drag Race and Bob's Burger did a crossover episode, you get Queen Naja. Um, you know, dog from Cat Dog. Yeah, that's what she looked like to me. First of all. Apologize the dog. No, she looked like dog to me. Like her nose. No, she looks like the dog the you know the the little one? The um yeah, that was in Maybe the game. That's what I'm thinking. That's what you're thinking and of I'm the like, yeah, yep, yep, that's the one. Like, dog, you wanna come with the game? Yep. <laughs> that's the one. That's who she looked like. Okay. That's the one. Right Daniel series, son. wrong animal. Okay. <laughs> Got it. I'm about to say dog, that's the kind of type of voice I like. I you mad at me for mixing up dog and a little character and you just mixed up Jaheen J. Holiday in a I'm fucking Jeremiah. You <laughs> anyway, uh, so Queen Naja is pregnant. First of all, I'm like, why does everyone care about Queen Naja? Because only- she got I heard about her because the kids that I was working with this summer was obsessed with her and they would tell me shit and I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'm just like, <laughs> I don't care. I'm just trying to get y'all to listen to what I gotta say. Well, she knocked by this um, nigga, what's his name? Fucking I'm gonna say Sanford. His name, Chauncey? Chauncey. Clarence. Clarence. <laughs> <laughs> I was co-signing Chauncey. I was like, Chauncey, that's it. Chauncey is the coolest <laughs> name. I fucking love it. Chauncey. If I get a cat, that's what their name Chauncey? is. Chauncey. Chauncey. I don't know if I sound okay saying that. Chauncey. But no, I don't like it because it's a basketball player named Chauncey Billups. And my dad always be like, Chauncey Billups. Why does he do that? Because he's a, he's a wreck. Okay. Well, uh, Clarence White is who she's married to. Apparently, he's a New York uh, clothing designer. And they're expecting a child. And I'm like, I just want to say this story to say, please stop talking to me about Queen Hodges. Like, (laughs) Nobody gives a flying fuck. We see birds every day. She's forced down my throat. I feel like everywhere I turn around, people are like, listen to her EP. Let's do her EP. No. Okay, I don't get it. No. The music music is lackluster. Her look is lackluster. (laughs) She talked about dark-skinned women in the past. Why am I interested? And, like, these 20 minutes about, like, why I decided to break up with my ex. Why? I don't give a fuck about who decided to break up with who unless you're Beyonce. Like, I don't care. Or, like I said, like, Buster Rhymes or something. Like, do I, why do I care about this regular, decalized Because I saw that shit on my fucking, because I, like, obviously I'm always on YouTube, but, like, I saw that shit in my food. I'm like, in my feed, I'm like, Nobody gives a fuck over here. Because I, I know you always watch videos on my... You know and, I ain't watch shit You yet. watch Game of Thrones stuff and natural hair videos. I, I watch, watch music videos and fucking uh, interviews. Yeah. Where the fuck do Queen Naja come in exactly. to play? I watch we don't watch that shit I watch uh, action movie fight scenes and natural hair tutorials. None of our, none of our history matches up to get... And sometimes I watch makeup tutorials. None of, makeup. none of that equals to Queen Naja. So I'm like, how the fuck? I'm no. like, she's really my planted FB, into the government. My FBI trying, agent fucked up. Yeah, she's planted. And I'm like, why is everyone trying to get me to like Queen Naja so much? Like, I just, it's not that I don't like her, I just don't care. When like, I fucking heard that song, and she said, I'm gonna make that Brian, I'm gonna make that Brian, I said, fuck no. Yeah, I just, I'm not. I got Keisha Cole, I'm okay. Yeah, exactly. Bird culture. And Keisha Cole made sense. Even K. Michelle. I'll do that. Makes sense. This bitch don't make sense. If you want to FaceTime Ryan, fucking FaceTime him. Who gives a shit? It's just like that. We're, we're sick of it. Stop forcing light-skinned girls down our throat. Yes. And just real quick common census. Um, no. Real quick sunken place. I'm not going to put a Marla Nagra there. I do love her. <laughs> I 
I speaking love, of birds. I do love her, but so hate, I hate to see a dark skinned girl be a bird. So sis posted a picture cleaning the bathroom and said, A man's house is a reflection of the woman he's with. Food for thought. Being pretty is just a bonus with me. I'm like, okay, sis, just wear a t shirt to say pick me. Like, <laughs> I don't understand. Nigga, clean your own shit. A man's house is a reflection of the woman he is with. What? I I did the math. It did not. I, I, it's I, the, not adding up. It's not adding up. I don't get it. Um, this is not math. Uh, but <laughs> I just and she was wearing a bodycon dress when yeah. she did it. And then she had like Lysol. Yeah, she had like Lysol in her hand, like wiping the shower down. Love. First of all, I love that's Amara, bleach. But you know what? That's bleach, and you wearing a maroon dress. <laughs> no, it's not bleach. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's just like I love a Marlon Agra, but I'm like, you know what? You had a unique look, you had a great story, and the attitude is not there, and this is why your shit is not popping the way I wish it would. Like I love that uh insecure song, but it was like lackluster, you know what I mean? It was like ten like She I just, would have been better off being an activist. It's just it's just ridiculous. Like you go and do all this shit for dark skinned women and cult and fight against colorism just to like be on some uh internalized and misogyny shit. It's like, come on. Seriously, how can you battle how can you get over fighting like uh being dark a dark skinned woman and strong and still say some dumb shit like a man house is your own? I'm not cleaning no fucking nigga house. Like I'm tired of shit. I work myself. When somebody is my man, I'm gonna take care of him and you don't have to worry about that. But I'm not going to be on Instagram trying to get picked up by niggas. Like, especially because rich niggas have maids. They don't need you to do that, sis. Like, come on. Hello. Get the body con dress off and, and get out the shower, baby. Yeah, put the bleach down. You don't have to be that way. All right. So this week for Common Census, we are going to switch it up a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Um, He, sorry, my mom sent me a text message and I asked her not to do that because I was recording, but... She does not care. She distracted the fuck out of me just then. But, okay, we're going to um, read some uh, reader questions or topics right now, and I think we only have time for one, but we will see. Um, I'm not going to say the name of this person who wrote to us recently because it's kind of personal, but not really. But I did message her privately and told her that we would read this on air and told and thanked her for just being a loyal listener because this particular person has been listening for a while. So the message goes, hi, mine and Sabria. I love the podcast. I have been listening since you guys first started. You're a constant inspiration to me as a self-proclaimed weird black girl. I want wanted to know if either of you had any advice for me. I'm going to be a freshman in college this fall. Right now, my plan is to go to become a reconstructive plastic surgeon, but I'd be lying to myself if I said that it isn't for money and that my real dream is to um, be a cinematographer slash writer. I've always wanted to have Create, wanted to have a creative career, but I'm afraid to go for it because jobs aren't always guaranteed. And even if you manage to get one, it's not the most stable career choice. I feel like as a black girl, girls, as a black, as black kids, girls especially, we don't get the. What do we? Oh, we don't get the chance to dream as big because we have to grow and face reality very quickly. Black kids often have to get jobs to contribute money to bills, groceries, and other necessities. Part of me is scared to chase my dreams because I don't want to disappoint my family. If it doesn't work out, I feel like it's my responsibility to make sure everyone's taken care of because I've always been the smart one and the one who's going to make it. But another part of me realizes that it's my life and it's not my duty to 
impress anyone or to be the breadwinner of my entire family. I just don't know what to do. Every Everyone tells me that I have to decide, but I need to know what I'm going towards to stay. Hold on, wait one second. Breadwinner my entire family. I don't know what to do. Everyone tells me that I have to decide, but I need to know what I'm working towards to stay motivated and inspired, which totally makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to know how you chose to go for a creative career, despite the feeling that it's not realistic. And if either of you have tips on how to go for a creative career in a smart way so that you don't end up another struggling artist. Sorry for the long message. Love you guys in the podcast. Oh my God. So this is like the best message ever. Mm -hmm. And I definitely have some things to say before we even answer your question. Um, I am the quote unquote smart one in my family. I'm the quote unquote one that's going to make it in my family. Everyone relies on me, you know, even the older people in my family. They rely, rely on me for rides. They rely on me for food sometimes. I, they rely on me to take their parents to the doctors, even though sometimes they have cars. Mm -hmm. They rely on me to be the one that makes their kids' birthday special sometimes. It's just, you know, you, it starts off just you wanting to be caring, then all of a sudden you really do become the backbone of your family and you're proud because they're the ones you love, but at the same time you look around and you're like, why is no one else standing on their own two feet? Why is, it my, why is my accomplishments y'all accomplishments, but y'all accomplishments accomplishments just yours mm -hmm. and I think the first y'all even have accomplishments what you need to do first of all is start understanding that you know you live life for you mm -hmm. and the only way you can help them is if you focus on yourself you get one life to live and if something happened to you what are they going to do unfortunately they're going to be upset but they're going to keep on moving they're going to keep on pushing and I know that's like a terrible way to look at things but I say to myself every day like if I don't follow my dreams if I just you know live a life that I don't want I can right now you can go find somebody in the military get some good benefits get married live a life where you travel the world if you do that and you'll be finding financially stable but you have to wake up every morning and know like damn I did want to do something else and I'm just not there you know mm -hmm. so you you just have to think about the long term of like what's going to wake you up in the morning like money is going to come it really is going to come but while you're young and why it's just you I don't know what you have to pay for what you have to take care of this will be the the most financially flexible you probably ever will be in your life so if you ever are going to be broke now's the time to do it um, being becoming a reconstructive surgeon is a lucrative industry. It's a very helpful industry, but I think it should be a labor of love. Mm -hmm. I think that if you're going to get into reconstructive surgery, you're going to either help people with their confidence or, yeah, you're going to help people with their confidence, maybe help them uh, get over something that's messing with their health, cleft lip. It's a series of things you could do, but that's a lot of schooling, and that's a lot of money for something you are not sure that you want to do. I think that it's definitely worth it to think about how long you're going to be studying in these medical books and these science classes when you want to do something that's like starkly opposite. Not to say that you like it can't override because I've always been interested in stuff like that, but I've, I'm a creative at heart. Um, there are multiple ways where you can pursue a creative path without becoming a struggling artist. Because let me tell you, I'm the same way. I'm not going, I, this is why I'm not in New York or in LA right now because I want to live comfortably. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not with that shit of laying on people's couches. I'm not with that shit of like living in my car. Like I get that that's that hunger that some people have to have, but I'm not there. So yeah. what I do is I'm creative after five. Like I do my nine to five that teaches me skills to market myself better. Uh, as If you get a career in writing, if you get a, a 
a degree in English, if you have the best grammar out there, being a copywriter, being a um, marketing assistant, being a public relations major, all a those reader. a proofreader, these are all professions that require like outstanding writing. Um, it'll help. It'll help you kind of just learn how to write better yourself. And you could be doing your stuff on the side. And I know it's hard when you write all day to have to come home and write more too. But, you know, you'll get it, especially in news. If you uh, get a career in news, you have to learn how to have flawless grammar. So there are a lot of ways. Yeah. And for me, I... It was no, like, my whole life I've always done creative things. Like, since I was a kid, I, like, was in theater. I was in dance stuff. I played instruments. So, it's like, I've always been a creative person. Right. So, me, it was like, I had no choice but to go to art school. Like, I couldn't even see myself in, like, just a university that had, like, a film program. Like, I had to go to art school. I had to be surrounded by other artists and other creatives um, Mm -hmm. because it's just, like, I can't see myself doing anything else. And, like, sometimes it's frustrating to me because I feel like I'm so creative that I have a hard time, like, blending in and doing like stuff like a nine to five and things like that and like I I did live in New York because I went to school there and like I was a bit of a struggling artist and it was very uncomfortable um I was able to I wasn't like struggling as bad because I like I had my own place to stay um but I did do my work but I feel like I would have been better if I was like comfortable and I had like a stable place to be and I was able to like you know afford some things Mm -hmm. like um programs or like travels this place here and there or like sometimes because I couldn't even afford a metro car to get to the next borough so it's like I did do stuff and I do have things to back up like I have a um like a catalog if you will like I have like I haven't written in a while but I still have things that are like relevant to now that can back me up and like I can show um and I can like sell and things like that but I wasn't you know, comfortable, and I feel like there always has to be some sort of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And like our art um, and creative careers aren't always lucrative instantly because right. a lot of people don't either they don't want to hear what you have to say you have to show them something mm-hmm. or they're busy with something else or you can't find these people but I feel like if you actually if you are a creative just you know do that and some people think that they you know want to be a creative person because like it doesn't seem like it's hard but like being an artist is is hard it's 100 hard it's when you mentally have so tormented. many ideas you have yeah. so many ideas and it's like you can't even they leave and they come and there's so much going on and then like you're tired you're sleepy you don't have the money to execute sometimes it's just constant prioritizing and readjusting your expectations but you know what being an artist is super super duper fulfilling like yeah. when you're living like living your truth and doing what you're meant to do it is 100% therapy I don't know how to like my downtime is just that time where I get the chance to strategize about black girl brunch comfortably you know um just a quick like recap with me 
when I decided that I wanted to do something creative, which again, like Sabria was my whole life. Well, actually, at one point, uh, I had to get like a foot reconstruction. So I thought, oh my God, I want to be a podiatrist. I want to like help other people who have like, you know, issues with their feet. And then I was like, I fucking hate feet. Why would I do something like that? <laughs> then I said I wanted to be a hairdresser because I've always loved planning my hair and changing my look around. And my mom went to school to be a cosmetologist. So I wanted to follow in her footsteps. But then I realized I always loved broadcasts and I found out about journalism and communication. And I'm like, oh my God, no, I want to be on television. This is what I want to do. And the moment I realized that's what I wanted to do, that or public relations, that was just it. And you can do your research and realize that there are a lot of careers, may not be like in cinematography, but that, that doesn't have to be where you start, okay? That could be where you finish. There are a lot of other crafts you can do in the meantime. Like, what's her name? Ava DuVernay? Mm-hmm. Ava DuVernay was like, I think she worked for like a law firm at one point, mm-hmm. and she went back to school to kind of really hone in on her craft. Same thing with uh, uh, Shonda Rhimes. Like, these were not people who always started out in their field, but what kept what got them there was the drive. But even for me, I'm going to always be a comfortable creative. That's just how it goes. Like, I'm not that person that's going to go drive across the country. I will never be that bitch because I need a clean washcloth. I need to have, like, I don't need, I can't live comfortably all the time, but I need to have at least enough money in my pocket to get me some food and have my bills paid. And if I don't have much after that, that's fine. Like, that's what I call being a struggling artist personally. Mm -hmm. And that is very livable for me. But I'm, I just, I want to live my life a certain way and I don't, I'm not that, that, that risky. So if you're afraid of that, there are like a lot of things you could do. Um, I think the most important thing to do is don't just go to school for being a writer. Don't just, you know, think that that track will send you where you want to go. Make sure you're getting some internships. Make sure you have a blog. Make sure you have a YouTube channel. Make sure you're doing everything that you can to kind of keep flexing and strengthening that creative muscle. Yeah, and you have to be like like passionate about because me I at first I was going to go to school for photography because that's what I like at the moment I had liked when my dad was like you're a great writer because I've been writing this since I was a kid Mm -hmm. and so I like kind of was like "Mm, I don't know if I want to do that like I think I'm gonna do photography but then I end up going for film and writing and like with film it's like so constant like you have to um know like you know um the lingo of like you know camera stuff and like you have to be like because I feel like a lot of the problem with some stuff in film industry like if you I mean make any film you want or whatever but like you have to really be passionate like not just in the moment or like think you want to do this like it's just you have to like because because film is something that I'm passionate about and it's like I live eat and breathe it and like I thought that film, because all my life I wanted to do stuff with movies, but because at first I thought I wanted to do acting. And I'm like, you know, I don't really like being in front of the camera. And then I realized, oh, I can do behind the scenes stuff. But um, for me personally, I since I do so many creative things, like do music stuff, do um, like I want to eventually do my movie stuff. I just was like, oh, as somebody who gave me um, confidence, like, oh, I can do that is Donald Glover mm-hmm. because he does all that, uh, all that stuff. And Jordan and, uh, Peele. 
Yeah. If he doesn't do music, though. No, he don't do music, but he wasn't someone that you would have expected. Yeah. just hopped into it. Yeah, exactly. So those people, I'm like, oh, wow, you can have many different creative endeavors. But, like... Will Smith. uh, Yeah, Will Smith. But, like, it's so, um, like, surgery, and that is just, like such polar opposites and like I that kind of stuff is something that I like I will watch I'm into but I know I definitely could never do I can never think of that it's a huge responsibility yeah it's a very huge responsibility uh, it's like not only do you have a huge responsibility to your patients to be interested in it and passionate about it you just have a huge responsibility to yourself because you get one life so fucking what if you fail at something in your one life then you have the rest of your life to make up for it it's not like okay well I tried to be an artist and then I never got a job again no that's not what's gonna happen if you get your degree like I said and whether you do English and writing or wherever else if you have impeccable interns the worst thing that'll happen is that you feel trapped at a job that you don't really enjoy and that's my situation right now and I think what you need to understand that even five years out of your life is not a long time if during that five years you were being hungry and trying to grow and be ambitious it's just you know in order dreams don't work unless you do so even if you go to school for uh writing or something super super duper creative just make sure you're interning and i tell that to people all the time because i i interned as often as i possibly could when i was in college i had four internships Um, when i came out of job work when i came out of school i had a job on the overnight shift at qvc so qvc is a home shopping network and that's a career that some people would say okay I would have never thought about that. But you can always do creative things for lucrative companies. Mm-hmm. They, they, if cre- being creative was um, easy, they could just hire anyone to do it. So if you're a true creative, hone in on those skills and sharpen it up. And don't ever cheat yourself out of what truly, truly makes you happy. And maybe if you don't know. Right now, just do some liberal or general ed courses. I'm not I'm not sure what kind of school you're going to, but I'm guessing it's just like a regular, like, regular college or university. Um, but, yeah, just take your math and your English and your history and stuff like that and become inspired by your research. Yeah, because you can always by, apply. Because, yeah. ha- like, when I got out of school, I worked. I, first of all, I went to fucking film school in the middle of Manhattan. Was like, what, like, how perfect is that? And I end up like not getting a job in my field. I worked at fucking Barnes and Noble. But by being there, I'm like, oh, I can write about this. Like, I was like inspired mm-hmm. by like you know doing that. And also, you have to be comfortable with the possibility of not being able to work in your field or a possibility of you know being broke. So even though, because I'm the same way, I like to be comfortable because I lived uncomfortable like to me when, when I didn't have enough money to afford band-aids I was like okay I don't like this <laughs> like I know that's not like some bitchy like shit to say but like I just was not okay with it but um but yeah you have to just be comfortable with the possibility of you know I might not be able to have this but at least I'm doing something I'm passionate about uh, and I will have it one day I will have it one day because that's where I'm at because like I'm working like a bunch of jobs that I'm you know I'm about to start working jobs that have nothing to do with what I'm doing but I'm like these jobs are going to help me They're and setting I, me up yes, for success exactly it's, it's part, it's the, I hate my Osiris but it's the climb okay it's the, it's climb. the journey you have to take it and just believe in yourself take a leap of faith what else do you do in life you mm-hmm. can play it safe but are you the kind of person that's content? Like, some people are just more money motivated than they are motivated with their happiness. And I'm a little bit of both, but happiness yeah, definitely same. overrides everything for me because I can't 
can't even function, can't mm-hmm. even think straight when I'm not happy. And it's really hard to explain because people around me will be like, wow, like you're making money. It's just like, I just feel empty. So mm-hmm. you don't do everything possible to go around not feeling empty because it's just not a good way to feel. Yeah. Okay, so that about ends it for the show. I sure hope we answered your question. Be sure to yes. like hit us up and like let us know, like, girls... That advice was shit. <laughs> or girls, thank you. Whatever the case may be, we definitely want to hear what you have to say. And the rest of you guys, feel free to write us. Um, just let us know about a topic that you want to talk about. If you have a question, we love, 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 love this. You can hit us up on our um, email at blackgirlbrunch um, at gmail.com. Or you can write us on any of our social networks. You can hit us up on Twitter, BLKGirlBrunch, or on Instagram at BlackGirlBrunch. Um, also, you can follow me, Iman Mate, on both Instagram and Twitter. And Sabria? At It's Frank FM on Instagram and FrankFM underscore on Twitter. Okay, and also, please, please, please do not forget to uh, comment and like and rate and all that bullshit on Apple Podcasts because we want other people to find us. Yes. So, we, you know, we definitely appreciate that. Um, are you doing anything this weekend? Oh, we are working on our website. We yeah. we got a, a URL or domain. Yeah, we got a domain. We'll yes, let you and guys we're working on it. We'll let you guys know it as soon as yes, it's, it's ready. under construction, baby. Yeah, we're getting it all beautified up now. Yeah. And I don't know, maybe some merch is coming. Who knows? Maybe so. Maybe in time for the holiday season. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Perhaps. But we shall see. Maybe some events. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. But uh, thanks for all the support, um, everyone. Thank you for listening. And we're going to catch y'all next week. Bye. Peace.